Hello, Mission Kids! Courtney here. It is a great day that the Lord has made. Hello, Mission Kids. Happy Monday, and it is so good to be back with you again. If you missed me the first time, this is Connor filling in for Courtney again on this beautiful Monday. Now, today, we are going to talk a little bit about protective magic in the time of early Christians. Now, in the ancient world, unlike today, medicine, magic, and religion were all blended together in people's minds. Amulets were objects made by specialists intended to capture and use the power of the spirits and gods to protect the wearer from all kinds of harm. A magic amulet could be made from almost anything. Materials used included bone, metal, glass, animal hide, papyrus, stone, clay, cloth, string, and wood. Rarer materials included gold, silver, gemstones, and crystals. So basically, they made these things out of just about everything. Now, for a price, a magician would make amulets that supposedly helped with love, charms to attract good luck and blessings, and jewelry intended to ward off evil spirits or the envious curses of enemies. These all had their uses, but by far the most common type of magic charm had to do with health. Now, the reason for that is that before the invention of modern medicine, sanitation, and refrigerated food storage, illness was very common, especially in big cities where everyone was really close together. Mysterious fevers were frequent, and as were digestive problems, infections, ear and toothaches, and coughs. In addition to rest and other remedies, people used magic to take care of illnesses. An amulet to treat a fever might include a few magic words written on a strip of paper which was then rolled and kept in a tiny wooden or glass tube on a string around the patient's neck. When the fever passed, the one-time-use charm was then thrown away. Chronic illnesses, like stomach aches or difficulty breathing, required more powerful, long-lasting magic, perhaps a gem or crystal inscribed with what the patient hoped for. One second-century Roman amulet just contained the words digest, digest, digest. You know, I, could, I could probably use that a couple times a week uh, when I'm eating too much, but yeah, nothing wrong with that. So some amulets were made in the shape of the affected body part. So if my foot hurt, I might just walk around with a necklace in the shape of a foot. Charms in the shape of eyes were thought to ward off evil and envious glances of someone who might wish to harm the person wearing it. Sometimes a spell or charm was stamped or engraved on a strip of precious metal and rolled up to be carried around in a wooden tube or cloth pouch. A lot of Roman boy babies were given an amulet called a bulla nine days after their birth. And these were meant to protect the wearer from evil spirits and to promote good health and growth to manhood. Some amulets found in Egypt where the dry desert helps preserve fragile papyrus, that's paper that they wrote on, 
contains small passages from the Gospels, especially the opening lines of the Gospel of John, or references to Jesus' miracles. So, you might be wondering what this has to do with church. Well, Christian writers generally frowned on placing faith in magic objects or dealing with spirits, because the allure of protective magic was hard to resist. One writer counseled the faithful instead to pray the Psalms when they were sick, make the sign of the cross, and be anointed with holy water or oil as a reminder that God was with them. But later Christians wore and used the cross as protection from demons and other evils. As a wearable symbol, the cross didn't come on the scene until the 4th century when it became popular and legal to be a Christian. So, how this all comes together and relates to the church. As the Christian faith found its way across the Roman Empire, so did the name of Jesus and stories of his miracle-making power. Amulet makers used whatever they thought would work best for their charms and amulets, which included words and images from this new religion. So, before Jesus, people were using these amulets for all sorts of things, and then as time went on, and Jesus' name was spread throughout the world, you would start to see less of these other symbols and a lot more symbols on amulets and charms and sorts of things like that. So while some of these ancient amulets and charms and things of that nature were not inherently Christian, this influence is seen today. I'm sure a lot of you have a cross necklace or a cross on some piece of jewelry or something like that, or you have these symbols uh, in your house somewhere or things like that. And so that's how it all comes together and relates to the church and the history of the church. So that's going to wrap it up for me today. Thank you so much for letting me come and join you today and hang out for a little while. Now I'm going to throw it back to Courtney, who will finish out the rest of the podcast with us. Thank you so much, guys. Bye-bye. Our memory verse from the week comes from Proverbs chapter 31, verse 8. Speak up for people who cannot speak for themselves. Help people who are in trouble. And now let us enter into a time of prayer. I praise my God this day. I give myself to God this day. I ask God to help me in this day. You may lift up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord during this time. And now as our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Do you have a question for me, your lovely host, Courtney? Or do you want a chance to end up on the next podcast? Whether it be a birthday shout out, a prayer request, or just a funny joke. If you give me a call, 
your voice might be heard on the next episode. Call me at 423-708-5354. Can't wait to hear from you. And remember kids, God loves you. And we all have a little bit of magic inside of us. Have a great day, y'all.